Makers of Sport Podcast, Episode 75, Halftime. Makers of Sport Halftime, the shortened show on the off weeks of interviews where I discuss topics such as professionalism, entrepreneurship, and business to help you and your careers so that you can apply it to the sports industry. Again, I want to extend a heartfelt thank you to everyone that has joined the community. I want you to know that your hard-earned dollars are invested right back into the podcast in terms of equipment, better software, and then also paying for editing in order to make this show better for you. It truly means a lot to know that you care enough about me, the podcast, and most importantly, your own career to essentially vote with your dollars on products that you want to exist in the world. I'm very grateful for each and every one of you. On this week's Halftime, we're talking about donating your services volunteering your creativity for the greater good. Spec work is a hot topic in the creative communities, especially online. We often see tweets or blog posts written about how logo design contests, uniform design competitions, and even in some cases I've seen architectural design contests and how they are bad for the creative professions. The advertising industry is built off of spec work or as they like to call it, pitch work, where an agency is invited to pitch a campaign of ideas to a marketing or executive team of a brand in which the agency they like the best wins the business, which is oftentimes millions of dollars in set-aside advertising budgets. In regards to the graphic design industry, there is an entire website and social initiative dedicated to educating the public, both designers and clients, on the harmful practice of spec work. NoSpec.com defines spec work as, quote, any kind of creative work, either partial or completed, submitted by designers to prospective clients before designers secure both their work and equitable fees. Under these conditions, designers will often be asked to submit work in the guise of a contest or entry exam on existing jobs to test their skill. In addition, designers normally lose all rights to their creative work because they failed to protect themselves with a contract or agreement. The clients often use this freely gained work as they see fit without fear of legal repercussion, end quote. Now, if a corporation, professional sports team, or other well-known and fiscally successful business promotes such type of work, I am 100% against it. However, sometimes nonprofits fall into the trap of holding contests for their creative work or asking for work on spec due to their low budgets and reliance on donations. I am against holding such contests still in that case as they tend to result in subpar work that is not only bad for the designer, but also bad for the nonprofit as it tends to not be on strategy 
And it limits their ability to be taken seriously in regards to their mission. I do believe, however, that we as designers and creative service providers should donate our time to services, charities, or organizations that we fundamentally believe in. This may alleviate some of the subpar work that these organizations are getting from these contests, or even the freelance creatives or agencies who may scam these organizations out of much-needed money to fund their missions. Imagine for a second you had $250 million. What would you do with that money? Spending it all on yourself would, of course, be extremely vain. Investing the money so it can grow would be smart. But when you have money at that level, what true joy do you have from being this wealthy after you've purchased all of the inanimate objects and insignificant physical items that one can own? We often lack supporting nonprofits and charities because we don't have the money to do so. Many of us, even though you may not admit it publicly, say that we will donate money to a charity when we make enough revenue to live comfortably and give some of that money away. Now, the chances are that all of us care about some initiative other than ourselves. At least we should. Perhaps your mother is a breast cancer survivor. Or your spouse was abused as a child. Or your cousin maybe benefited from the American Red Cross during tough times. I'd venture to bet that there is something in each of our own stories, either personally or from a family member in which a nonprofit has likely affected us in some way or another. Of course, fiscally, if you're able to support a nonprofit, you should. But if there is one thing that we are able to do, it is to offer a valuable service to a cause we believe in, our valuable creative services. Working with causes we believe in not only gives us the ability to create projects we love, as we can perhaps designate that we will only donate our concepts in exchange for creative freedom, but they also make for great portfolio pieces and they help out the charity, especially as you work to build the type of work that you want to work on. Build your portfolio for the clients that you want to do work for. Nonprofits, causes, and charities need the types of services we offer. Their messages are often very important when it comes to soliciting donations or getting their brand out in front of folks for recommendation. They may use the funds donated to them for paying for subpar marketing and design work. But in reality, they also may need that money to spend on their actual mission, whatever that might be. I used to be involved with the American Advertising Federation's Lexington, Kentucky chapter, AAF Lexington. Each year during the holidays, we would have a luncheon, we would team up and tackle a marketing campaign for the local branch of the Salvation Army. They would then take the ideas, flesh them out with their designer, who actually donated his time as well and was mainly responsible for even bringing them to us in the first place, and use that that promotional material for their seasonal campaigns in regards to soliciting donations. It always felt so good contributing to something greater than myself. Creating work for a team with millions of fans is awesome, but to truly feel like your work serves a greater purpose than selling tickets, selling a product, or marketing a football program to a recruit, volunteering your services for a cause you believe in is quite fulfilling. 
There are many types of causes out there to believe in that need help. Maybe it's your local church. Maybe it's a cancer foundation that's funding goes to paying for treatments of those in need in your region. Perhaps it's an organization in your, in your city that works to save children and women from sexual slavery. Making an impact with work, even if you believe it to be a small one, can go a long way for these types of organizations. For this reason, we have decided as the makers of sport community to pursue a cause that we believe in, the cause of high school sports. Dick's Sporting Goods has put together a campaign called Sports Matter in order to make a lasting impact on youth sports through a $25 million initiative beginning in 2014 to help more teams in more communities. In lieu of this campaign, they have compiled research and have found that billions of dollars in funding have been cut from high school athletics programs in recent years. In fact, it is estimated that more than a quarter of U.S. public high schools will not have any sports programs by the year 2020. High school sports, personally, are very important to me. I really feel like they helped mold me into the person that I am today, both from a work ethic perspective and just from a team member perspective and an adversity perspective. I believe that playing high school sports is, or at least even being involved in high school sports, whether that's from a managerial perspective or even maybe the the local or the local team's social media person is is important in getting involved in the world of sport and it creates opportunities for people. Dick Sporting Goods is accepting donations and there's a link in the show notes for anyone that has the resources and wants to donate. As for the community, I believe we can put our collaborative and talented minds together to donate our time and services for high school athletic programs in the U.S. that are lacking in state funding. The Makers of Sport podcast has long been about the visual side of sports, but the undertones of the show have always included sports influence on culture and society. With a community full of creatives from all ends of the spectrum, from print design to visual identity to uniform design to web design to social media graphics to motion graphics or photography, and even design thinking and user experience, we have a breadth of talent in the makers of sport community and can cover a lot of ground. We may not be able to donate money to a poorly funded school in a low-income area, be it inner city or rural, but we can surely donate our time and talents to light even the smallest spark of excitement for these kids that will not otherwise get the newest, hottest uniforms and sports branding work. As a community, we are going to do research on, vote, and select two U.S. high schools per year, or one per semester, to present a new visual identity to an athletics brand campaign in order to build excitement for that particular program and unite them with their communities. With our ties to Texas High School Athletics and community member Chris Schmidt, we will likely begin in Texas. Now, it's not mandatory to be a part of this project as a paid podcast community member, but it is mandatory to be a podcast member to be a part of this project. If you aren't donating your time elsewhere for a cause you care about, this is a great opportunity to get involved. If interested, 
Join the High School Project Slack channel in the community chat. I'm very excited about this initiative. And also, I'm excited to have a chance to collaborate with each and every one of you that decides to get involved. To those of you that have expressed interest, thank you so much for your willingness to work on something like this. It might not be something as big as curing cancer, but changing the perception of a town, a team, and the impact sport can have on a kid's life will be very rewarding for each of you. If you have any questions or comments for me on this topic or have suggestions for any other topic you'd like for me to discuss in these halftime episodes, then feel free to email me at info at makersofsport.com or just hit me up in the Slack channel. Speaking of email, please be sure to sign up for the newsletter where I send out weekly emails called Weekend Reads or if I'm a little late called Monday Musings. That particular newsletter includes interesting articles, sports, design, or tech news, links I find inspiring, or even my own articles written specifically for the email list. You can sign up and support the podcast by going to makersofsport.com slash email. On next week's interview episode, Sloan Kelly is going to be joining us. Sloan is a digital strategist and currently serves as executive producer for the PGA Tours Digital Properties, where she's been for nearly three years. With the Masters having passed and most recently the Players' Championship, we are right in the thick of golf season. So it will be great to hear from Sloan and find out some of the ways that the PGA Tour is working directly in tech to change the way we both play and experience the game of golf. In the meantime, you can follow Sloan on Twitter at Sloan Kelly. S-L-O-A-N-E-K-E-L-L-E-Y. As always, please like, rate, and write reviews of the show on iTunes. You can get there by going to makersofsport.com slash iTunes. I'll accept likes or ratings on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or whichever podcast application you happen to love listening to these things in. Lastly, follow me, ask questions, or say hello to me on Twitter. And be sure to like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash makersofsport. I'm at T. Adam Martin on Twitter. The show is at Makers of Sport. Until next time, have a good week.